Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. Rachel, you put something on the docket <laughs> that I I saw the headline. I just wrote, was, did you see this? When it was floating around, I saw the headline <laughs> and I didn't even want to click on it. But you forced it into my purview. And so like, now <laughs> if I had to experience it, I wanted to drag everybody else down with me. Thank you. Um, thank you for showing me the video of Drew Scott taking her shirt off on the Drew Barrymore show. Drew Scott, <laughs> property brother. I mean, it's not that offensive. It sounds more like risque than it actually was. He just took his shirt off. But he did it next to this like former football player who was also on the Drew Barrymore show. And yeah. so he's like, he's I'm ripped. a trait. Yeah, he's like, I'm a trainer, or like, I like stay in shape, da da da. And he's probably way younger than the Property Brothers, too. Rips off his shirt. Drew's like, oh my God, wow. And Ross Matthews is there, too, who's looking really good. Like, he's, he, he looks like he's lost what? a lot of weight. He looks like he's lost a lot of weight. Okay. He looks healthy. He but looks Ross good. Matthews didn't take off his shirt, did he? No, he didn't. Um, <laughs> that's funny. The link. I just clicked the link and it says I got a 503 error. I think they broke the property where they're taking off his shirt broke the internet. Um, Anyway, so the really ripped former football player takes his shirt off. And then property brother Drew Scott with his dad bod, he looks fine. But he's like, well, damn I it, I'm, I'm taking my shirt off. And then his brother's like, well, I'm going to take my pants off. And like pretends to take his pants off. But I'm just like, you guys are so. We'll link to it in the notes. I Maybe you don't want to endure it, but uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's I don't just know. the property brothers being property brothers. It, they're, they're really on quite the press tour right now for uh, brother versus brother. And the new season is airing, so they're getting people hyped by taking their clothes off. Great. <laughs> <laughs> As I said in our one of our staff meetings, I had just seen them on Nightline. Yeah, so they're they're running the gamut. <laughs> they're on Nightline, and then they're doing strip teases on Drew Barrymore. They're getting show. a little, yeah. They're they're taking it to the <laughs> limit. Um, yes, pulling all the levers. Are you watching anything exciting? No, I'm not really watching anything exciting. I finally watched uh, Top Gun Maverick this weekend. Oh my god! <laughs> Are, is that oh my god? Because I finally got around to it. No, it's just it's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't take you for a Top Gun Maverick. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you a big like Tom Cruise head? <laughs> no, but I I mean I very much enjoyed the first Top Gun and then I heard great things about the sequel and I was yeah. indeed delighted. The the nostalgia of it, it was great. I, the mm. it was action packed. It was funny. 
it was a uh, it was a great movie. Highly recommend. Yeah, can't really speak to the real estate in it. Although, <laughs> um, did you see the first? T- have you seen either? That's that's gonna be a negative oh, for me, gosh, dog. It's so enjoyable. Um, I know. There is this amazing house that's featured in the first film. Uh, it's right on the beach in San Diego, and mm. it belongs to the flight instructor Kelly McGinnis, her character, and. The house is amazing, and I meant to look up uh, where it is and who actually owns it. It's really mm. uh, if I could, if I could own a, a house anywhere, it might be that one. It's right on the beach. Yeah, looks just beautiful and cozy and homey. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of people would want to own on the beach. Obviously, um, a lot of people would also maybe want to own in Memphis, Tennessee, if they had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying the to segue. gently segue <laughs> to um, a bit of news that came out last week. Um, Lisa Marie Presley died. Really sad. Daughter of only daughter of Elvis Presley. Um, she wasn't that old. She's 54. And um, yeah, I, the bit of news, you know, Besides, I mean, she has this massive estate, and she was the owner of Graceland. She inherited it from from Elvis when he died, um, and so apparently, her three daughters will inherit Graceland, and it'll now be in their name. And Graceland, as you know, was the home where one of the the, the it was the most popular home where Elvis lived. Lisa Marie cr- created a trust with her mother Priscilla, and. Um, they really wanted to use Graceland as both like a revenue generator and um, just like to preserve it in Elvis's memory. And so um, they opened it to visitors uh, and offered tours and overnight stays. And I guess the lavish estate is now worth $500 million, which is crazy. And so her, her daughters, her three daughters just inherited all that. And who knows what's going to, continue on with Graceland if they're gonna I'm, I'm guessing they'll probably just see that it stays open for for visitors but um yeah I thought that I, I didn't know the history of Graceland but that's that's the short history of Graceland uh fun fact I've never been to Graceland I've never been to Memphis and I lived well, I how, grew up two hours away or yeah I was gonna three. say how far away is it from you two hours three I feel like that happens a lot of times. Like if you live close to something. You just sort of assume that it's always there to go to and then you never make yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like g- the Golden Gate Bridge for me. Like I I didn't walk over it for like 30 years and then I finally walked over it. Yeah. So. Um, All right. Well, thank you for normalizing my <laughs> lack of travel. I mean, are you a big Elvis head? No. I mean, yeah. I think he's so. I think he was fine. Yeah. Did you see the Elvis movie? It did not. <laughs> did you? No. No, no, no. But I just I love the like camp behind it and by that I mean like how Austin Butler who played Elvis continues to embody <laughs> the spirit no. of Elvis. That's just his thing now. <laughs> he just talks like Elvis now. Yeah. Mm. That's kind um, of obnoxious. It's one of the, it's like a method acting thing. Yeah, but you I do mean, that before the movie and then you stop. <laughs> It, it appears that Daniel Elvis Day-Lewis. is not. Yeah, he said he's now in his DNA, and it appears. Okay, that. Madonna. <laughs> it, 
<laughs> it appears that Elvis's ghost is still rocking and rolling. That um, makes me very much not want to watch it. Actually, I, no, I have. I won't see Elvis. I haven't been to Graceland. I just thought it was interesting. I, I guess I find like inheritance more interesting than <laughs> the actual subject matter. Okay, well, we have one more bit of hot topic news to discuss with you. Um, Rachel, do you want to dive into this one? If you're a longtime listener, then you know that we always recap HGTV's Battle on the Beach, and we always have an eye on what the houses are doing after the fact. We just discovered that the three homes from season two are on the market, and they're being offered as a package deal. Yeah, Isn't it's so weird. It's 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 weird because I don't know who would want to buy these three big houses right next to each other. I mean, Battle on the Beach is a very unique HGTV show in that well, it's it's similar, it's not unique. It's similar to um Rock the Block in that these designers come in and renovate three homes that are right next to each other. So Choosing the location for this show is, I think it's pretty difficult because they have to find three identical houses right next to each other. Um, And that's what you're buying if you buy these three houses. They're not identical on the, in like in the actual like decor because that was, of course, the challenge. The whole point, yeah. Yeah, remake the home and make it beautiful and your likeness and functional and whatever. Um, I just don't see the benefit of of buying all three homes. Like, so they are. Think, yeah, and we will link to the listing in our show notes. They are right now uh, for sale for two point nine million. That's for all three. Yeah. Um. I wonder if you could possibly. Like sell the other two, like or like or finagle to buy just one or two of them. And by the way, this was Mm. the season that took place in Surfside Beach, Texas. It was Mm. the most recent season with uh, Wally and Jacqueline. Fill me in here. It was Wally and Jacqueline, the Canadians, and the (laughs) Canadians won. They were Team Alice and Victoria. I don't remember. Like Zach and I don't know. And the the, the father-son. Um. Oh yeah, I liked them. Remember? Yeah, I liked them too. But by the end, the father got really mad. <laughs> he was uh, he was over it. So this um, is the most recent season that filmed in Surfside Beach, Texas, and the judges were Sarah and Baumler, Brian, Brian Baumler, right from Tropical Paradise, Renovation TV Island, show. right? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> You got it. And then the celebrity uh, or the celebrity um, mentors, design mentors. Again, there was Team Ty, Ty Pennington, Team Allison, Allison Victoria, and Team Tanya, Tanya Nyack. Um, the Canadians took the crown, and uh, and we thought and we thought that these homes were going to be offered up like individually, one, one two, three. Yeah, yeah but. In fact, we have now learned that they're coming as a package deal. Yeah. The listing details say that it's a multifamily retreat, but also a business opportunity. So (laughs) I suppose they are hoping to, I I don't know. I don't know what you would do with this. 
like beach, I mean, beach, Airbnb, beach rental. Um, I was looking up like Surfside Beach, Texas. Like, what do people do here? Um, not, not, it's a small town. Um, there's, it says there's eight local restaurants to choose from. Okay. Beachside, beachfront cafes to eateries, serving up hamburgers and fresh seafood. You can visit the site of the first battle of the Texas Revolution, embark on a birding adventure. So I, I think what I'm trying to say here is that there's not a lot to do here. I think except you go to the beach. You go to the beach. You hang out. You're in the beach. You're, you sit in the sun. I am gathering it's developing, a developing area. They say it's a business opportunity because it's situated on commercial property. Yeah, there's like there's a lot like adjacent to these homes that overlooks because these over these are like on the beach. It's a pretty cool opportunity if you have the beach right there, and then there's also land behind it that's that overlooks the bay. So I just like I would be down to buy one, but I don't want to be forced to buy three. So it's <laughs> it's an interesting. Nor could I buy three. Maybe I could afford one, but I certainly can't afford three. It's a very, it's a very interesting business proposition. <laughs> well, we are going to write about it. Um, I think we have feelers out right now to the agent. So yeah, we'll find out if we find out why they're doing it as a package deal. We will report back. Yeah, we'll let you know. I'm curious to hear what the people who are selling them have to say, or what other people, what what other experts think. It is funny because do you remember when we were recapping the show, all the houses are connected by a walkway and we were like, why are they doing that? Wouldn't you want private access? Like you wouldn't want to open up your walkway to your neighbor, but maybe if they planned on doing this all along. Yeah, no, totally. And maybe that's just like a unique, like there's other clusters of homes that have like a similar unique design feature of like the connected porchways and then you know, you rent it out to a couple families and each family gets a house. It's just, it seems like a very specific yeah. situation that and type of like person and renting renter that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, each house is extremely specific. Yes. With its yes. design aesthetic. Yes. Rachel, you've used Facebook mar- Marketplace before, mm-hmm. right? Have you you've bought and sold? I have sold items. You've sold items. Mm-hmm. What have you for the home? Mm-hmm. I've used all sorts of things. I've used Marketplace. I've used Craigslist. I've used Nextdoor, but I believe Marketplace. I actually had pretty good luck with um, selling items. I'm trying to think of like since I moved to LA, like. I've bought a dining table. I've bought um, a like a hutch that we store like beer and glassware in, and we have a record player on top. It's a very popular place, Facebook Marketplace. And I saw this post on Reddit um, recently from a grad student who says that buying all of my furniture on Facebook Marketplace has saved me ten thousand dollars at least. Um, How do you calculate that though? Well, I think they estimated like, you know, I bought a crate and barrel coffee table and a similar one was, I saw it was $1,500 online, but I only paid $100 for it. Uh, um, okay. So 
this person says, I would estimate that I've spent about a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars on marketplace and have saved more than ten thousand dollars. Um and they've bought two queen beds, two bed frames, a dining table, a couch, TV stand, two desks, area rugs, carpet runners, couch like basically like it sounds like this person is just like the guru of buying things. And they actually included tips. Um because when you're scrolling through, it can feel kind of like an endless, yeah, an endless scroll, and it can feel like, oh, do I know this is good? And or oh, I don't see very good stuff. They suggested searching for terms like move out or multiple items or moving. I assume because that means that you would get a good deal, like that they're priced to sell or willing to negotiate. Right. Um, yeah. They also suggested getting like air conditioners for cheap in the winter or patio furniture in the fall. I think that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've certainly been in the situation as like someone who's moving out who's just like, yeah, take it. Like both of the places, the the two places that I've moved, the, the previous two places that I've lived, I've I've posted things, had people come through. And then I've been like, do you want to coffee do you want a side table also do you want mm-hmm. some napkins like you know <laughs> I'm definitely sometimes... trying to throw things in there <laughs> like while you're at yeah, it yeah <laughs> sometimes you're just you're just in a place of like oh by the way five bucks yeah take them they're yours you know because you get to that desperate like I don't want to haul it out so if someone's going to take it and it turns out there's a lot of people like that um out there as well who are moving this this reddit user also said something about how she was shocked at how many people get two um like mattresses like like they're accidentally shipped like two casper mattresses or two you know um like the 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 mattress in a box mm-hmm. and so she says she's bought mattresses for $200 because someone just had and they were accidentally the company accidentally shipped them too wow or like there was a there was a problem with the first one, so they just shipped them another one or something. So. Wow. I have a question for you and also our listeners, if you guys want to write in and tell us uh, podcast at realtor.com. But in he- up here at the Bay Area in California, I feel like there's a very much a buy nothing mania happening. Yeah, and- tell, me about, tell me about buy nothing because I'm not – I'm not versed in buy nothing. So tell me about buy nothing groups. Um, Buy nothing is a Facebook group and they have them all over the country. You have to live in the area in which you are signing up for your buy nothing group. And that's really the only criteria that and you post things on there that you're giving away for free or you can say I'm in search of diapers or um, a coffee table or whatever and then people might say okay I'm trying to get rid of that you can have it for free but the the whole concept is buy nothing spend nothing get stuff out of your house easily to somebody who definitely really wants it and there's no money transaction and I guess my question it, it just seems so popular up here and Mm -hmm. I've wondered is are things like Facebook marketplace and Craigslist and other selling um, platforms are they are those going to go 
to the wayside if people are 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 people actually using buy nothing more than selling platforms than actually trying to like buy or sell things yeah. for like money I don't know because I feel like there will always be people who are like I paid $3000 for this sofa like I'm not in the financial place to just like I mean that's you know, it's me I <laughs> like I, I still think I can get some, like this 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 sofa still has some wear in it yeah so I think I can at least get a couple hundred bucks for it that's that's not chump change yeah. so yeah I think people will always be like that um I think it just depends I, I think we're in a world where both will always exist okay yeah that's so interesting though I like the thing I like about the buy nothing groups is that they're local yeah no buy nothings are all are definitely local and you actually have to put in your zip code and yeah prove that you are you are local and kind of like next door (laughs) I I just have so many yeah it is it is uh similar to next door um but for free and I have so many friends who have picked up everything from I don't know jewelry to patio furniture to oh my god yeah it, it really runs the gamut um and people for, have been just so for free just for free because other people just want to get it out of their house and yeah they don't want to mess with trying to sell or negotiate or or whatever it's just come get it half the battle and and this the redditor from the post that we talked about um she mentioned like transport can be a big thing for people mm-hmm. like ugh, but I don't want to have to go pick it up or like I, you know saying that people have to come and pick it up um and so she said if uh if you don't have like a big car like she does just offer 20 bucks to have the seller come and just drop it off to you but I feel like if something is free people are gonna find a way to get it yeah as quickly as they can if it's if it's a good find well it also it breeds competition way yes. more competition Totally. Totally. Damn. Well, I'm going to be moving in a few months, like this summer. So you might want to join your local buy nothing group. I should. I should. Now it's time for winners and losers. This is a segment where we talk about celebrities and the homes that they bought, sold or rented. We choose one winner and one loser. And it's all about making deals. It's the theme of the podcast. Give me a deal. If they made a good deal, they are a winner. And if they lost some cash, um, they're our loser. A lot of times we have qualified losers based on, you know, num- num- for a number reasons. And that's the case with this this week's loser, for sure. Rachel, tell us about him. <laughs> this week, our very qualified loser is rapper, musician, and also real estate mogul, Dr. Dre. He is our loser for selling his Calabasas mansion for less than asking. He listed it for $6.1 million in November of 2022, and he sold it for $6 million <laughs> a few weeks ago. So even though it flew off the market really fast, <laughs> did everything right <laughs> in a matter of a month, um, and he only lost $100,000 on the sale, 
you're a loser. And he actually bought it for, he actually didn't lose $100,000 on the sale. He just got 100000 less than he was asking for. He bought it. He bought it for $4.9 million back in 2018. So he still made a profit of a million bucks. And yet he's our loser. Maybe they should have priced it at six. Maybe. <laughs> then, the, then he wouldn't be our qualified loser. Very qualified loser. Other than that, he's doing great. He's uh, quite on top of the real estate world. He's not on the level of like Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi in terms of like how frequently he's buying and selling places. But like he he has quite an extensive um, real estate portfolio of places, um, including this one in Calabasas. And uh, I think he just bought a place in Malibu. Um, nope. He's selling a place in Malibu for $20 million. Should we do Peter Gallagher instead? Your old no. bud from the OC. No, I don't want to call him a loser. Oh my god, Natalie! <laughs> I mean, like he... definitively more a loser than <laughs> Dre is. I tried to hide it, Natalie. I tried to hide Peter Gallagher from you, but you couldn't. He couldn't be. He couldn't be hidden. Um, I, I guess, think so our I real we... real estate loser is <laughs> Peter Gallagher. I think we fine. Fine. Your bias is showing. Your OC bias is showing. I love the OC, the TV show. And Peter Gallagher, who played Sandy Cohen, the the father father figure on the show, um, he's been trying to sell his Los Angeles home for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. Apparently, um, when did he put this place on the market? It was... 2016. 2016, and he's had price drop price drop and now it's back on the market for what 4.9 uh yeah 4.999 so yeah he um put it on the market in 2016 for six million immediately had to reduce the price got no takers and yeah now it's back on the market seven years later six years later uh for 4.999 it's a very interesting place um it's in brentwood the Brentwood neighborhood of Los Angeles. The exterior looks like something out of the Swiss family Robinson. Like a tree it's house. Like a, yeah. Like a tree house, which is cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The inside's kind of meh, though. The inside looks... This place doesn't look like it was built a long time ago. And what I mean is it looks like it was built in the 90s. Yeah. Or, or the early 2000s. It looks dated in all the bad ways. The bathroom, the main bathroom is bad. The, you have the, the, the glass bricks for the shower. Um, but the, the backyard with that saltwater pool, I mean, that's the selling point of this place. Yeah. And there's a little putting green. Um, the, the reason that you'd buy this place is for the backyard, and then you'd fix up the interiors. Um, so, yeah, you got me. <laughs> I was trying to I mean div- divert your attention away from Sandy Cohen, but you you there. almost had me too. <laughs> yeah. Before we before we hit stop on the recording, you're like, wait, Peter. <laughs> wait a gosh darn second. Wait, Dr. Dre's not our loser. No. That's a that's quite the stretch. I can't with, I, said- I can't in good 
conscience call him a loser, but I can call Peter Gallagher a clear loser. Not only for still trying to sell his his house and reducing the asking price multiple times, but also because it doesn't seem that he's made the necessary improvements inside to sell the place. I was willing to sacrifice Dr. Dre for Peter Gallagher. (sighs) (laughs) I love him too. I think he's great. I first fell in love with him on uh, While You Were Sleeping. Sandra yes, Bullock. a classic. One of my yes. favorites. And Bill Pullman, but, a classic. And I think he'll be okay. He's still got act, you know, he's still prominently oh, on he's screen. Fine. He's on Grey's Anatomy right now. Like he'll he'll be I fine. think I think he has a big estate in like Greenwich, Connecticut. That doesn't surprise me. Because he's like a Broadway guy and he's done like SVU, like Law and Order SVU. Yeah. I think he I think his main residence is the Greenwich home. That doesn't surprise me. He seems East Coast through and through. Yeah. So, but fine. Yeah, this this place needs some some updates. For sure. Um, well, let's move on to our winner. Okay. I love this story. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just like, "Ooh, cool." The winners this week are good old Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi, the ultimate um, real estate moguls. And there are winners for selling yet another Montecito, California home. It's a, a home called Rancho San Leandro. It's beautiful. It literally is like a Spanish-style ranch in the beautiful Santa Barbara area. Um, and they sold it for quite a profit. And this house has exchanged hands a couple of times. Um, it actually, so Ellen and Portia bought it in 2017 for seven million they fixed it up like they always do and then they sold it less than a year later to tinder co-founder sean rad for 11 million dollars he decided i'm good with this house and he sold it back to ellen portia in 2021 for 14.3 million and portia and ellen said well we can find someone else to sell this to and they did. And who did they find but Whitney Wolf, who is another co-founder of Tinder, who left the company in 2014 and founded Bumble, the dating app. So it's just a pedigree of dating apps at this place at Rancho San Leandro. And uh, Wolf and her husband just bought it for $21 million. So Wolf actually filed a lawsuit that accused um, Tinder executives of sexual harassment uh, after she left the company. And um, I don't know. I just think it's so weird that she would want to buy the house that previously belonged to the CEO of the company that she left and later filed a lawsuit against. Maybe it's like a weird flex power move. Maybe. And she bought it for way more than he did. So maybe it is a a flex. (laughs) perhaps perhaps we are i don't know yeah i mean she they have straight up like f f u money like she and her husband her husband is an oil heir michael hurd um and then bumble is worth who knows you know a billion dollars like she's the ceo 
it's I'm sure 21 million is a drop in the bucket to them, but I just think it's I just thought it was a weird incestuous um, real estate transaction. Yeah, real estate transaction. Uh, Ellen and Portia are at the the root of it all. Ellen and Portia are the yeah they're just doling the matchmakers. There you go. (laughs) Um, All right, well that is it for this episode of House Party. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to check out any of the stories that we talked about today, you can go to realtor.com slash news. You can also go to Google, type in realtor.com and the topic, and the story should pop up for you. And then we will also link to the stories and or listings in your show notes. So go to your podcast app and check out those links. Um, If you have a free moment, if you could scroll down and give us a five-star rating, write a review and then hit that subscribe button so you get episodes delivered straight to your device that would be awesome and tell all your friends thank you yeah we definitely would really appreciate your reviews and your feedback and what you like and don't like about our show um if you want to get in touch with us and tell us directly you can email us at podcast at realtor.com that's singular podcast at realtor.com or you can find us on social media we are on instagram facebook and twitter and our handle is at house party pod on all three thanks again and we'll catch you later bye bye